Welcome. My name is Naomi Vilneg, and I'm here to encourage. I'm excited and honored to have you listening in. Thank you. Merci. So, a little bit about me. I'm a wife of many years, mom of four wonderfully and fearfully made children. Don't roll the eyes. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> you know what else the Bible says? Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11. I'm very aware that your salvation is personal, but we can absolutely press through life journeys together. It's both biblical and socially progressive. I need you, you need me, and we can do this together. Tune in every Wednesday to get a word of encouragement from the Word of God. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. He is so, so good. He is wonderful. He deserves all the praise, all the honor. So with me, if you are on this line, you're listening to this podcast, begin to give him praise and say, God, you are so good. And just declare your love for him. I love you, Jesus. I love you, God. I love you. You are so wonderful. So, so wonderful. I'm so grateful that God is in my life. And I am so grateful that God has allowed me, you know, to come before his throne and be in his presence, to follow him and walk with him. Who am I that he would do so? And in the word of Paul, we are all sinners, but I consider myself to be the worst of them all. When you really, really, truly think about it, you know, we like, we really got issues. We have problems, but yet God in his faithfulness continue to love us, bless us, and keep us safe. So I am honored to be on the podcast once more, and I am grateful that you are listening in. And I pray that today's words of encouragement will be a blessing to you. So the word that I have is coming from Isaiah 53 verse 6. When I saw the scripture um, and it just grabbed my attention and so it has stayed with me and I'm thinking why not, why not share a word of encouragement from that scripture, from that passage. Isaiah 53 verse 6 says, we all like sheep have gone astray, each of us has turned to our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of, of us all. Again, I repeat, and I kind of like the beginning half of the scripture. It sounds like a nice poetry. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. (laughs) Do you hear the rhythm? And, you know, not only the message is wonderful, but I I see the poetry rhyme there on the line. You know, and um, the Bible is saying to us that we are all like sheep. And like sheep who have gone astray, we too have gone astray. Now, if you know anything about sheep, sheep have a reputation for being foolish, vulnerable, and maybe even unintelligent. 
Um, you know, um, it, it's been said that Urban Dictionary says a slang use of the term sheep referred to a waste of flesh in brain cell. Hmm. That hurts, right? Um, that's the perceptions of sheep. Um, I actually also think there's the perception too that, um, if you are called a sheep, you're more like a coward. Not only are you a softy, but you're a coward as well. Um, you know, if you watch any clip of America's Funniest Home Video, if you watch any of these shows on Sundays, I used to watch some of them. You might be convinced that humanity is quite ridiculous, you know, like sheeps. We need something, someone outside of ourselves to help us and guide us. If you've seen this show, Funny America's Funniest Home Video, the thing that people do and allow to get captures on video, it's ridiculous. It's, and that's, that's the sense that I'm talking about. You know, the flip side so that is that recent studies have shown, though, whatever perception that people have about sheep, she it's actually the opposite um it sheeps are actually surprisingly intelligent with impressive memory and recognition skills they build friendship sticks um stick up for one another in fights and feel sad when their friends are sent to slaughter that's harriet constable saying this on sheep are not stupid they are not helpless either um from a um, episode of BBC um, around April 2017 if you wanted to check that out this all seemed to track with the humanity we know right it seemed to be on track we are keen clever um, resourceful relational and we are definitely in need of direction even though we are smart and resourceful as people we are still in need of direction, sometimes incapable of making good choices um, because we are, therefore, we need some assistance. We need help. We can do many things all by ourselves in our own strength, but we also are helpless to overcome sin. That one is not something we can do all by ourselves. We have the strength and capacity to do so many things, but overcoming sin that's not one of them, um, to find, sustain hope or joy or to gain the eternal life apart from my shepherd intervention. Without God, Jesus intervening, without God sending his one and only son, Jesus, to die for us, we would not be able to overcome sin. We wouldn't be able to hold on to our hope and our joy. So with God coming in and intervening, being the good shepherd, sending Jesus Christ to down the cross today, we can said, you know, can say that we are overcomers. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. But you know, looking into the scripture, um, from what I can say, it seemed a little bit inevitable and unavoidable that you know there comes a time we do turn to our own way. Um, and so the question I'm going to ask you who's listening during the pandemic, did you go astray? It's not a judgment question. It's actually a question for me, my, for myself. Did I go astray? 
it's really more of a recall question, a question to ask yourself, where are you? What position you are? Where are you right now? Because from the text, I can say like sheep, we sometimes find ourselves doing the following. We check out other pastures. We move on to other locale. We move on to other settings. And so that's why I asked the question, did you go astray? You know, did we take, did we go and check out other pastures? It's not that where we are is bad in life. It's not that the position you are, the posture you are in right now is bad. It's that sometimes we get curious because we are curious by nature. Our nature is sinful. We were born into it. We are just naturally tempted by other things. And as a result, we find ourselves rebelling against, you know, the status quo, against what the father has declared in his word for us. It's that that you are not meant to know more. The no, no, no. I'm not talking about. It's not. It's not that we are meant to be to be stuck in one place and don't know more or go further or even discover new thing. You know, being in Christ doesn't mean we are stuck. Being in Christ doesn't mean we cannot go further and discover and learn more about what's going on. It's that sometimes we. When we go check out other pastures, we land in the wrong place because we head there like fool. Yes, I'm saying it. We head there like a fool. We head to new pasture like a fool. We go there. um, You know, we got to where we get, you know, because we acted like a fool. You know, this is not to call people name. It's not that we swear. I'm simply reiterating what the Bible say. If we reject wisdom, when we find ourselves in new pasture, new in a new posture, in a new place, because of our, um, you know, curiosity of our rebellion spirits, you know, we did this without seeking guidance, without seeking wisdom, without going into prayer. We find ourselves in a certain place, in a certain um location that is not necessarily good for us we acted like fool and i'm hoping i got your attention because if you will not get counsel if you are avoiding advice or refusing to seek biblical clarity about your next move about things that you're doing in life how you're moving forward you are rejecting wisdom you know we are rejecting wisdom um and so sometimes we find ourselves landed in a position that we shouldn't be. It may have been that we find ourselves cleaved to someone we should never have been cleaved to in marriage or in a relation, a romantic relationship or just friend, friends that we shouldn't even have. We find ourselves, you know, with them and, and that is checking out other pasture. We might find ourselves being so close to someone who is not of the faith. And someone, you know, who is pulling you away from the faith, away from your conviction in Christ. And then we did not seek wisdom. When you met that person, did you say, I'm going to go into prayer? Let me pray about this. Let me pray to see God. Is that the person you're sending for me? Is that the man that I'm supposed to love? Is that the woman I'm supposed to be in love with? 
Is that someone I'm supposed to be very close as a friend with? We just choose not to seek wisdom. We stay away from people who might even know better or who will tell us better. <laughs> and then and then instead we run off and just don't want to hear from them. We keep things, you know, silence, private, don't talk about it, stay away from other people who might have might be able to intervene just because we want to do what we want to do. And when we do that, when we reject wisdom, when we re um, reject seeking the counsel of the Holy Spirit, we are being foolish. We are being foolish. Um, another thing that, um, that you know, happen is as sheep, we, we're not always aware. We wander off because we're not realizing how far we've gone until we look around and realize we lost. <laughs> and there are wolves lurking in the bushes waiting to devour us us um us listen you might even be asking yourself how did i land there how did i get there how did i end up in this position how did i end up in this job you know what is, how did i get there i want to know and part of it is because we are not making ourselves aware and, you know we need to be of discerning spirit that is something we need to be asking God, help me to have a discerning spirit to see what truly is going on, both in the natural and in the spiritual, not to think everything that you see just as is, but to ask God to give you discerning eyes and discerning ears and a heart, in a heart that seek his wisdom to see if what you see if what you're experiencing, does it go with God's words? Does it go with the biblical truth? Am I in the right place? And it's because we become so unaware. We're just going through life. Um, you know, we just flow with the current. But I heard once something that says those who are just, what, who else? only dead fish, only dead fish flow with the current. We are not dead. We are supposed to be made alive in Christ. And so people who are alive in, in Christ are aware. We are aware not because of our own capacity or our own super brain power. We are aware we are alive because of the Holy Spirit that is within us. He give us the capacity to be able to see. So we have to tap into that spirit of discernment and be more aware, aware about people aware about the next steps about our future aware about that emotion that you're feeling is it of god is it godly we need to be aware and where is the source of that feeling whether it's a good feeling like feeling of love of admiration or whether it's negative feeling like you know that might be frustration bitterness we need to seek ask for discernment to check ourselves, to check where we are, to check the state that we are so that we don't just wander off. And then a year later or months later, um, after decision of decision later to realize, how did I get there? How did I just wander off? You know, like a sheep who got lost from the rest of the flock, just grazing away and walking away, not realizing that it's moving away further, further, further away from the flock, moving away further, further away 
from the family. You know, we have to make sure that we are not moving away further, further from our family, from our own church family, from those who loves ones, because we just too busy kind of like focusing on what we feel, what we're doing and remaining unaware. Our feet are moving and it's moving us away from those who care, away from those who can support, away from those who can provide protection, away from the shepherd. We need to make sure that we are not operating like that, okay? From the text, I also um, am thinking about that we don't have to fear going back. Unlike us, human beings who can be stubborn at times and prideful at times, lost sheep will start braying. They want the shepherd to find them. Once they realize they're on their own, the lost sheep will bray away until the shepherd can find them. So we have to make sure that the spirit of fear um, that sometimes, you know, hold us back. Once we realize we made a mistake, you know, we become fearful that people will not forgive us or maybe even God will not forgive us. That spirit, that feeling of fear, that is not of God. It is a spirit and it's not of God. Reconciling and restoration that is God plan for us has always been his plan once he knew we were gonna go astray he made the plan he made the salvation plan of Jesus Christ so that you and I may have life maybe restored back into relationship with him so yes we could we it is inevitable you know, that and unavoidable that there are times we are going to stray. Temptation will come our way. We will astray because of our unawareness, because we are not a discerning spirit. We will make mistake and stumble in the wrong location. But we got to have a humble spirit, a humble spirit to go back, go back to the Lord, go back to the father, go back to your family, go back to your parents, your mom, your dad, go back to your children, ask for forgiveness, begin, you know, restoration of your relationship, reconcile yourself to one another, go back to the church, go back to the ministry, just go back. Sometime we move away, we move away, we wander off. And when we do, we don't have to be stubborn about it. We don't have to be prideful about it. We don't have to be fearful about it. You know, we need to have a humble spirit to say, I've moved on. I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm all alone. I'm lost in the field somewhere. I don't know how I got there, but I, I am there. Or sometimes you realize how you got there, but you know you are far, you are distance away from the rest of the flock it you can come back we can come back um you know and the reason we can come back because as the text says the lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all you know the judgment has been been put on the back of jesus jesus paid a price you know for whatever it is that had gotten us you know moving away from the flocks moving away that got that had us on the wrong path jesus paid for it and because he paid for it you we don't have to be ashamed we don't have to live in a shame we can we, we can repent we can repent saying we will not do this again. We will not be in that path again, but we do not have to listen to the lies the enemy has making us feel like it's over. It's a wrap. I am where I am. It's all done. It's over. It is not over. It's actually just the beginning. Jesus 
is waiting for us. You know, Jesus told a story in the in the book of Luke, Luke 15, told a story um, of God listening, you know, for us. The story of God liking God as a forgiving father who watched the road, who listened, who's waiting for our return and then runs off to meet us. That's the God we have. And that's the spirit that we need to have. Not, you know, as as well, when others run off from us, we need to be of the same mindset, the same way we need to be convinced that God is waiting for us, then we ourselves need to be of the same, bear that same fruit that we need to be waiting open arm for those who have run away from us. Now, if we like that, and if our sisters and brothers in Christ in church are like that, then we know we are in a community of brothers and sisters. We are of a church family that has open arm because our father is like that. He is a forgiving father who watches the road waiting for our return and then run to meet us. Amen. We know the father runs to meet up the prodigal sons, you know, waiting to meet up again with the prodigal sons. So our heart should always be like that. We should be of the mindset that God loves us. He loves us so much that he sent his one and only begotten son. Even when we were to go astray, he is not going to turn us away. Instead, he has been waiting for us. He made plan to make sure that we have a way back. Jesus is the way back. Jesus is the way back. We may be foolish at times, like sheep. But you know what? We also can be smart like the sheep. Learn to pray and find, you know, so the shepherd can find us. Jesus is waiting and willing to find us and bring us back, back into relationship with him, back into relationship. So I don't know what's going on with anybody today. All I know is that I was fascinated a bit by this scripture and I wanted to encourage someone to let you know wherever you are, whoever you are, if you feel like you've gone astray, if you feel like you move away, away from the church, away from your own family, away from those who love you, you can come back. I'm encouraging you to go back. I'm encouraging you to make some noise. Let them know I want to be back. Be like the sheep. Bray until the shepherd find you. Bray until the love, your loved one find you. Do not remain in the zone of like, oh, well, I made a mistake. It's over. It's not over. Do not be of that mindset. Instead, believe what John um, Luke 15 is telling us. The Father is waiting open arm. Those who love you are waiting open arm for you. Go back. Go back. Go back. The Father is waiting. Go back. Your family is waiting. Go back. Your friend is waiting. Do not let the enemy convince you that it's over. It's not over. We may all make mistakes. Like the sheep, we can be foolish at times. It happens. It happens to all of us. It happens to me. It happens to me all the times. I got to go back. I got to go back to my husband. I got to go back to my church. I got to go back to my children. I have to humble myself and go back and go back. 
don't stray too far. You can come back. Be blessed and stay encouraged.